Welcome to Shinjin Stories, the podcast. That's right. We're not just a live event that focuses on the art of storytelling to cultivate and foster an international community in Shenzhen, China. We're also a podcast. And wherever you are listening to us, we appreciate it. If you've listened to past podcasts, you've heard Michelle, who was a previous hat story. And now... We were lucky enough to have her name drawn from the hat again this night. She is hilarious as ever as she takes us through her first experience at Mardi Gras. So a very different take on masks, a, de- a very different take on covering up, uh, so to speak. Um, but I will let Michelle tell it because she tells it so well. Hey, guys. So last time, wait, last time was my first time. Oh, and my theme was first time. Do you remember? Oh, I did, that was unintentional. That was completely unintentional, just what I just did there. Um, okay, so I wasn't sure uh, if I was gonna get to tell this story, because that's the kind of the fun thing of the hats, is like you're just nervous, because you have no idea if it's gonna happen. Um, but uh, for, for mask off, so, okay, so here's my story. So um, a little bit about me, Uh, I have severe FOMO, um, like chronic, but I also have something, and and, um, it's like not diagnosed by doctors, so I self-diagnosed, and I call it BIS, B-I-S, it's also chronic, and it stands for bad idea syndrome. Um, And I feel like I have it, like if if I see something and I'm like, oh, that's a terrible idea, like don't do that. And then I like, I like sit on it for like just a second and I'm like, yeah, but what are the chances of death and arrest? Cause those are like my two biggies. Like, will I die? Will I be arrested? Cause I'm like really anti-arrest. Cause my mom's a lawyer, right? Um, and I love my mom so much. It's funny, my mom's a lawyer, my sister's a lawyer. I was supposed to be a lawyer. Like, we're this huge litigious, like, lady power family. And uh, they were like, oh, you're going to be a lawyer because you never stop talking and you're so argumentative. Perfect. Um, but I was like, school, ew, no, like, too hard. Um, so I didn't do that. Anyway, point is, um, I have severe FOMO, and then I have severe self-diagnosis, but it's real. And, uh, and then I have this mother that is this profound human that I got so lucky. Like, I got so lucky as a, you know when you, as you get older, you just think like, wow, I was such a little shit to my mom, and like, I'm so sorry. Like, every year I get older, I get more apologetic. Like, I wanna buy her more things, and like, I wanna hold her gently. Like, I just, I feel so terrible with like, everything I've ever done. Anyway, but I still have this FOMO, so. We've agreed on certain things, you know, like I can't talk to her about sex anymore. She's like, too much, I just can't handle it. And I'm like, all right, fine. Uh, And like near-death experiences, she's like, please tell me after you jumped out of the plane successfully. And I'm like, she's like, don't tell me before. And I'm like, all right, mom, I respect that, cool. So she gives me hard boundaries and I'm like, I appreciate you, I love you, I got you, right? Um, So my little story, Mask Off, was um, uh, New Orleans, okay? So I'm in New Orleans for Mardi Gras. 
And I had never done uh, Mardi Gras before, and I had never been in New Orleans for Mardi Gras before, but I was like, oh, bucket list, let's do it. Don't wait till you're 65 for bucket list. That's so boring, and then you're like broken. Like, do it now, you know? So I'm in New Orleans, and I get this idea, and I'm like, you know what, bitch? Like, this is your last year of your 20s. You're gonna be topless in New Orleans on Mardi Gras. You're fucking doing that shit because they're only gonna be high for so long and they're not really that high, but like, do it now, do it now. Yeah, Thailand's around the corner, $80 flight, 4 a.m., I could hike them up, but you know, like, go for gold while you got it. So I go to New Orleans by myself. I travel a lot by myself for 10 years now. It's awesome. Um, and so I go to New Orleans and I'm like, trying to like get ready, like to hype myself, like you're gonna do this, this is gonna be awesome. But anytime, again, I go somewhere, I don't want to commit a crime um, in like another state or like especially another country. I have this thing about crime, like don't get like, how close can I get to it without going to jail? I don't know what it is, it's like a big thing for me. I just can't do jail. Thanks, mom. Um, so. I buy pasties, because I'm like, I'm, I go hard, but like I'm still a little nervous. So I buy, uh, does anybody know what pasties are? Yeah, because some men get confused. It's like nipple hats that you wear, super cute. Anyway, so I buy pasties, and it was actually really cold, so I had this fur coat, and I was like, I'm gonna look like a pimp, you know? Faux fur, no one get angry, it was faux. Um, so I have on like pants or whatever, I have on my pasties, and I have on my, Faux fur coat, and I'm going outside, and I have two concerns immediately. Number one, don't get arrested. Number two, don't be naked on the internet because mom, right? Like mom, oh God, don't hurt her. She doesn't know you're doing this. You gotta tell her later, and you don't want her to find out when her friend Facebooks you, your daughter's tits on, you know, whatever, whatever. So. I'm like, okay, so I literally go outside and I got my coat, you know, everything, like hiding the ladies, and I'm so excited, and I'm walking up to these police officers, like a whole troop, I don't know if you guys know this, I didn't know this, that um, it's like a two-day party, and like, it's like fat, so it's like starts Monday, Monday people are like raging, Tuesday, huge party, and then Tuesday at midnight exactly, because, you know, we have this weird Jesus thing in America, where we have this, like, we ride this line, they, it's pretty impressive. They have this huge fleet of police officers on horseback, and they shove you off the street. And it's fantastic. It's like my favorite thing in the world. It's like, it's like Sodom and Gomorrah. Like you just walk in, and there are people like preaching Jesus at you, and like topless ladies screaming. And I was like, oh, this is ecstasy. Like this is. I'm from Atlanta, so I was like, this feels right. Like all of this feels right. So. Whatever. Anyway, I'm walking up to the police officer. I have my, you know, my jacket on, my fur on, and I see this mask, and I'm like, this Mardi Gras mask, like purple and green and glitter and feathers, and I'm like, yes, this is it. This is what I need to complete this look, because then I can be totally naked, and mom's not shamed on the internet, and I can be employed again, you know, if I need to, like whatever. So I get the mask. I go up to the police officer and I'm like, hey, so quick question. Like I've heard things, like I can get beads and be topless, but like how topless are we talking? And he was so, he was so bored with me. It was beautiful. He was like, yeah, just stay on this street and this street, like bourbon and whatever. Just don't go off the streets. And I was like, but are you sure though, sir? Like, are you sure? Because like, I'm gonna be topless. And he's like, ma'am, I've lived here my whole life. Like, I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, do what you do. And I'm like, okay. So I put on my mask and I was so prepared and I like opened my shirt with all these police officers there and they were like, and I just stand there like waiting, like waiting and they were like, 
Move along, fam. <laughs> like, move along. And the thing is, like, I don't know, how, ladies, how often you're, like, topless and you feel the breeze for the first time in your life in public. And you, it's so amazing to have, like, a troop of men, like, completely ignore you. <laughs> Not, you know, talking about Shenzhen, but, you know, for reference, reference, right? But it was amazing. And, and... I'll tell you this, I had so many adventures that night, I accidentally, one of my favorite moments is I turn and I smash into this like tiny little Asian man and I like, am, you know, taken aback and he's taken aback at me because there's so much happening. And, and I realize it's Steve Aoki, the DJ or whatever, and he's like about to do a set and I'm like, I know you tiny Asian man. And he's just like, oh, and then, he, and then he keeps going. It was beautiful, it was a wonderful moment for me. Um, anyway, throughout the night, last thing I'll say, um, it was it was it was so fantastic. I did it two nights in a row. I had to get I went through a lot of pasties. Two things. Number one, shockingly, beads are really heavy. Like they're plastic, right? And you get one, and you're like, all right, this is fun. And then you get like a cow neck of them, and they're like so. And and so halfway down Bourbon Street, I just dumped them out. I just dumped them off the thing because I had so many. Hoorah! Thank you. Uh, and, uh, and then the next day, Fat Tuesday, I was a bead champion, and I knew to put them on my arm. Carry them on your arm, ladies, because on your neck, it's too heavy, and it hurts, okay? But that arm strength, like, you know, you got that. And in two days, around thousands of drunk people, just out of their minds wasted, not one person assaulted me, not one person got creepy. I had a few people who asked for a photo. I had a few people ask to touch me, and I said no, and they were like, no problem. Like, it restored my faith in humanity. Like, I was, I was drunk and masked and naked, and everyone else was drunk and kind of naked and whatever, and everyone was so nice. And, and it was just it was just the best time ever. Uh, and so I highly recommend New Orleans topless, mask or no mask. So there you go. Thank you. Well, there you go. Thank you, Michelle, for that amazing, hilarious story, uh, teaching us all to have fun, but feel safe. Make sure you feel safe. But go, be yourself, be wild, do something unexpected. And most of all, don't cover up who you are, right? Don't cover up who you are. These stories uh, from this mask themes and, and all of these stories really go to show like how powerful a human can be when they are being themselves, when they are owning their own narrative. And Shenzhen Stories is so honored to have shared a space with people uh, on our stage that are doing just that. If you would like to be one of those people, which we firmly, firmly believe everyone has a story worth telling, if you'd like to tell it on our stage, we would love to have you. Please reach out to us. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all at Shenzhen Stories. You can also email us at shenzhenstories at gmail.com. Or swing by Charlie's Cafe in E-Cool in Shurko in Shenzhen and just say hi. We would love to hear from you in any of those platforms. Stay tuned for a lot of our upcoming events. We've got some fun stuff uh, planned, some possible workshops coming down the pipe. We've got more live events. We've got more podcasts. We've got more stories. So I want to send a huge thank you to David Shepard, Jamie Bacigalupo, and Eddie Bruce for helping make this whole thing happen, uh, establishing uh, sort of RSS feeds and, and mixing the podcast and setting up chairs and finding stories and all of it, all of it. They're awesome. I want to thank all of our storytellers from the Masks event. I want to thank 
you guys, absolutely you guys for coming and listening. These acts of telling are very, very brave, and I say this a lot, but also listening, making space in your own life for someone else's story. Guys, that's huge too, and thank you for that. I want to thank Those Lavender Whales for the use of their song, I'm So Proud of My Friends. Uh, We use that song for the intro and outro. It's an amazing band. You can find them on Bandcamp and iTunes and Spotify and all that fun stuff. Go listen to it. Go buy their album. And stay tuned for more amazing events coming from Shinjin Stories. Keep being awesome, guys. Have a great day. (laughs) 